Okay, you're listening to Uncle Devin's show here on WOL, 1450 AM, and I am honored to have the the notorious and the wonderful uh, hip-hop legend himself, Biz Marquis. Welcome to the Uncle Devin show. What's up, Uncle? What's up, Uncle? <laughs> And, you know, I, 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 one, I had to have you on for a number of different reasons. Uh, my show focuses on the importance that m- music plays in a child's development. Now, I know that you are a legend that, uh, you know, you've been 30 years in hip hop. I know that um, your your song, Just a Friend, uh, made VH1's list of 100 greatest hip hop songs of all time. But I also want to talk a little bit about the work you've done uh, on Nick Jr.'s show and also um, some of the children's related stuff. Can you talk a little bit about your experience on Nick Jr.'s Yo Gabba Gabba? Well, me and two other guys, Christian and Scott, we developed a show called Yo Gabba Gabba. And, you know, I didn't like what was on TV, whether it's BT and all that, and kids is watching stuff like that. So I, I came up, we came up with a kid show. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know you was one of the creators of it. I, I wasn't sure if you just was on there. Okay, so and I, I'm I'm honored to hear that. So and you were doing um, at that time. Not only were you creating it, but you did the business beats of the day. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, man. I, that's a that's an honor. That's that's wonderful work. What was your experience like with working with children, and what was the reception that you received across the nation and, and the world with that? Well. I always would. I'm always great with kids. That's why they call me like a professional babysitter because I know, <laughs> I know how a kid thinks and I know how a kid moves. Yeah, and I know how to uplift the kid when he's down. So you know, I'm always been great with kids. Oh, wonderful! What was your um, musical influences when you were a child growing up that led you into becoming the hip hop phenom that you are? Well, my pops was a saxophone player and he played in a lot of jazz clubs. But besides that. Um, I liked the, the Michael Jacksons in the beginning, but then when hip hop started in like 76, 77, mm-hmm. that was it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I like nobody else, but like the L brothers, uh-huh. uh, Fast and the Furious four, uh, breakout and, and groups like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, then when records came out, like, uh, uh-huh. rappers delight. Yes. I didn't, I, I liked it, the tapes more than I liked it, the records. Okay. Were. Yeah, I can see that. The cassettes was the real street music. Right. A record was just a record. You know what I mean? Right. So then from your experience, and and, and I love to talk about that origin of hip-hop, because at the beginning, it really, it was about storytelling, which anybody can relate to, even children. Talk about some of the pioneers that you remember listening to who had some stories. Of course, some of the stories may have been... Um, uh, you know, for an older crowd, but even some some that had influences on you when you grew up. Well, it wasn't about the stories that had the influence. Okay. It was just about it was just about the 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 person, the people on the mic, okay. and the DJ. Okay. Well, well, how a DJ can cut records yeah. and how a DJ commits. That's what was my uh, influence. Okay. Yeah, and I can see that. Um, now you a DJ yourself? Is that correct? Oh yeah, yeah. Now you grew up. I know that you uh, you were from Harlem, but you grew up in Long in Long Island. Long Island. Okay, yeah. yeah. And um, and from what I remember, um, you began your journey beatboxing um, throughout the hearts of, of hip hop lovers and all of that. Through you know all over the place. Um, talk a little bit about how and why children relate a, a very 
keenly to you doing beatboxing because that I, I love your vi- your videos uh, of the beats of the day, and it seems like it's just a natural way to, to to connect with children. Well, it's something that kids, even though even though I can do it great, a kid can always use his mouth. It's, it's a it's a body part. It's just like mm-hmm. Bobby McFerrin hitting on his thing. A kid. This is like if you know if you play with a kid and you shake his hand too fast or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything that's natural, a kid loves. Right, that's right. And even even if it's a superhero or something, mm-hmm. they know that they can try to get to that point. Mm-hmm. So with me doing a beatbox and I'm doing it with my mouth and I'm doing it simple enough for them to do it, it's something catchy and then they can play with it. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, I see. I see. Wow. So now with your work with uh, Sharknado 2, I believe you were either in that or a part of that. Talk a little bit about that. I was in it. I was uh, I was a pizza. I was a, a pizza shop owner. Okay. And, and so they, they they asked me, did I want to be in it? I said, what? Sharknado? Hey, I want to be in Sharknado. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, one thing, Biz, I really appreciate is, um, you know, um, I think it was um, – what comedian was that that he used to talk about happy rap? <laughs> I forgot which one it was. Um, Bernie Mac, I think it was. But I, I I love the fact that when people think of biz, they they automatically start smiling. They 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 don't think of this hardcore. Um, even though you you know hardcore in terms of your delivery, don't get me wrong. But in terms of just you know this 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 culture of um, just gangster, you you represent and symbolize a, a very happy time. I I would say in a very progressive time in in hip hop. Um, and it seemed like it was a natural progression for you to go into the children's music. Um, now you've done some other work with SpongeBob SquarePants as well. Uh, what was that about? Yeah, I, I, I was I, I, I was filming. Uh, I was doing Yo Gabba Gabba, and and uh, and uh, um, creator came up to me and said, "Yo, you want to be on SpongeBob?" I said, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> so I used to watch SpongeBob myself. I'm like a little kid myself, anyway. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know what? To me, if we don't honor the kid in each one of us, then I think we're really doing ourselves a disservice. Cause, and that's what I what, what I do here. I'm a drummer, and you know, here in D.C., um, and and I've just dedicated my art form to creating children's music. I'm called I'm known as the children's drum cushionist, and and I pattern myself after the work you know people like yourself are, are doing to try to really elevate it. But let me ask you this: in the black community, do you think that there's enough, or do we need more? music dedicated to children do you see that it's um do you see it as a problem as some some may see i think that i think that we just do music but it don't have to be no uh it don't have to be no curses right exactly yeah it don't have to be derogatory just use your skill that's what i did when i did my records like well it was me well it was big daddy king mm-hmm. well it was rock king Mm-hmm. It wasn't about being hard and killing and this and that. Mm-hmm. We were just making records. We were just trying to see the best rhymes that we could think of. Right. Absolutely. And some rhymes y'all did. That was that was absolutely uh, phenomenal. And I know that um, uh, you were on Nick Cannon's Wild Wild and Out. Um, I mean, your your television um, credits are just just enormous. What what do you have coming up? Um, you have anything coming up? I believe you're gonna be at the Fillmore coming up recent uh, soon. I'll be at the Fillmore on Friday. Okay, and um, and, and, and I'm getting ready. To, I'm getting ready to do my own radio show. Oh, really? I'm coming up. 
I can't. Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing it on SiriusXM. I'm just trying to come up with the title right now. Oh, wonderful! Okay, and what's the what's the, um, the is it going to be hip hop driven? Is it talk show? What what's the format? It's going to be stories and hip hop. You know, I, you know, I got a million stories. I've been with everybody. <laughs> You know, this, I, I'm loving. I, I watch my wife and I watch a lot of YouTube and and just watching people's stories. I know the comedy stories and the background stories are, is important, but to have people like yourself that have such a rich history and can share that with us um, is great. Yeah, so, I got a whole bunch of stories. Where are you from? <laughs> uh, DC. I'm born and raised here in DC. Yeah. yeah, I got my cousins with Essence, white boy. Oh, that's your cousin? Oh, now I see the connection. Okay. Yeah, well, see, that I, all that sound is what I grew up on. That's why my, my tagline is, I'm a, you know, the Uncle Devin show is an interactive musical experience for children that use drums and percussion, a dynamic cross between D.C.'s Trouble Funk and Schoolhouse Rock. But I can't exclude Rare Essence and, and, and EU and the rest of them that are there. So, and rest in peace, Chuck Brown, Little yes, Benny. Yes, Butch. yes. Oh. Well, talk a little bit about that, if you don't mind. I mean, what, what from your perspective, what's the connection between Go-Go and hip-hop um, going back to when you when you started? First of all, Go-Go, they had breaks. Whether it's, mm-hmm. like the first break we cut, Go-Go-wise, was Bustin' Loose. Right. Right. Then another good record was Body Moves that we used to cut. And another record, the most, two most, um, beyond that, you had EU Freeze and you had Pump Me Up and you had Let's Get Small. Them are important records. Yes. Yes. In hip hop. When I'm talking about important, that's why if somebody talking, I'm like, yo, that was an important record. <laughs> No, I mean, you know, I want I mentioned Trouble Funk. That was absolutely one of my uh all the groups I grew up around, but Trouble Funk, I followed them a lot and I knew when they first signed on the Sugar Hill label back uh, in the I think the early late 70s or early 80s and and then start seeing right. Sugar Hill came out in 79. 79, yeah, 79, exactly. Um and then start seeing what, you know, how people were sampling them from KRS-One and 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 all of that and um so we, I know you say you were in the 90s and the 80s. Okay. Okay. Early, yeah. late eighties. Okay, but like did, did the African African Mambada and them do a lot of mixing with? I think they did a lot of cut ups with um a lot of the DC bands Hell as well. Yeah, <laughs> they're the ones that they're the ones that started it. You right. Crazy Bam, <laughs> Islam, and Jazzy J and Red Alert. Yeah, that's they it. Were, we had we had to go to the jams and look at them and see yo where you get that record from. Wow. Okay. I, I, T T E D and D E T T and all them labels. Yes. And uh, Experience Unlimited, you know, that was EU, all of them was important. Okay. So again, you're gonna be at the Fillmore on October twenty fifth. Um this Friday. Uh, this Friday. Okay. Are you with anyone? Is it uh are you DJing or just performing? Are you you gonna be rapping or you have a DJ I'm with DJing, you? I'm DJing I'm DJing with two bands. One is called New Roman Romance and I you know and it's, it's if you come, it's an experience. It's a, it's different than anything you ever seen. Okay, okay. I'm gonna have to try to make that make out make it out there for that. And also, um, uh, I know that you, if, if someone wants to reach you to book, because you do a lot of DJing and you you get booked everywhere, they can reach you over at uh, bizmarquee.com. Is that the best way? Bizmarquee Inc. Two zero two two three two seven zero zero two. Okay. All right. 
Well, Biz, listen, I ain't going to take too much of your time, but I, I really want to say thank you for the work that you continue to do, but you have done um, in children's music. And I may follow up with you even more because I didn't even realize that you had that history of helping to start uh, that Yo Gabba Gabba. And, uh, but it was so important. I and- did a lot. I did a lot. That's why all my – I'm a good role model because I don't never drink or smoke. I don't have to do that. And I always teach kids that you don't have to do anything to be cool. You can just be cool within you. Man, and that you are, man. Brother, thank you very much for your time. And um, and I'm going to make sure I spread the word about your shows and about the work that, the important work that you're doing. All right. Thank you. Will. All right. Take care.